Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. But later this week, Electric Picnic, of course, kicks off on Friday and you'll hear lots of it, EP, over the next, uh, the next number of days. But interestingly, they've d- announced that they're going to ban the single-use vapes from the festival this year and it seems to have caused a mixed reaction. I mean, I would have thought it was a fairly good idea. You'd have to wonder why it's only an EP that's doing it. Pat is with us on the line because, Pat, you're a former secondary school principal. How big of an issue now is vaping among students? Good morning or good afternoon, Andrea, and thanks for having me on. Uh, Vaping has replaced cigarettes. Um, I suppose going back 15, 20 years ago, schools had huge problems with kids smoking in toilets and behind the school, um, and that disappeared. Uh, We we kind of won that through a various reactions through, I suppose, education and coupled with legislation. But now we are faced with a new epidemic of of vaping. Uh, It's marketed at it's designed to draw in those kids. It's, it's the colour of it, the flavour, the uh, the whole marketing ploy is, is, is designed, I believe, to bring in that younger grouping. And we're seeing it more and more within um, within our student populations in schools, and particularly of girls, in fact. So it, 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 it has become a big problem. Okay, so it's more prevalent. So how are schools dealing with it, Pat? I suppose it's it's through a, a, a dual pronged approach. You, you want to be educative, so we, we would work with students on explaining the risks behind it, the unknown factors that are there, the, the highly addictive nature of the, the higher nicotine content that is often in these um, in in the vapes. So, from the education point of view, we work with them. Um, bringing them along, getting them to understand that and hoping that that has an effect. And then obviously in the same way as schools control any any activity, you, you know, you are monitoring it, you, you are discouraging it, you're, you're sanctioning um, people caught with vapes or using vapes within the school. So it's a dual approach. But, you know, unfortunately we're, we're facing that these the kids can get them so easily. You know, you go onto a site, I went onto one myself this morning, the first thing I'd ask you, are you over 18? Click yes, no. Well, if you click yes, I am, then you can order online and it will be delivered next day delivery. High strength, high flavour, and it comes right to your door. So it's, it's becoming, it's very, very challenging okay. for schools to deal with this on their own. Neve is on the line as well, Pat. Because Neve, you're heading you're heading to Electric Picnic uh, this weekend. What was your reaction when you heard the news about the ban on disposable vapes? Um, yeah. So I I was a little bit disappointed. Now I wasn't planning on bringing a vape, anyways. But there was like some level of like, oh no, if I wanted to, I can't. But at the same time, I felt it maybe on the verge of hypocritical that they're um, banning vapes due to how to like there's no way of properly disposing of them because of all the elements that are in them when um electric picnic and maybe any other festival in ireland has a major waste problem and now that can go down to the campsite that can go down to the organizers of the festival but like the amount of plastic cups that are around like the field like i just thought a little bit on the hypocritical side because if you're going to have a smackdown on one thing that can't be disposed properly why aren't they doing a really big good strategy of how to dispose of all the waste like how how to like like even like tents that are usually just left there damaged would they not make like a rental system so that people can have the 
initiative or incentive to put them back or not leave them there to be picked up by a digger. So if you're going to do one thing for the environment, just have a major smackdown on everything. But you, like, yeah, well, you know yourself though, Neve. I mean, when you're walking along the, the, not even just the campsite, but in and around um, the whole concert and festival area, I mean, you just see that disposable vapes are just thrown there, thrown along the ground when you're... Yeah. And multiples and like there's huge amounts of them. I actually remember even remarking it last year, the number of just disposable vapes that were just thrown on the ground. Yeah, but that's the same with every bit of waste. So that's every plastic cup that you get at a bar. Like, so I don't see why that, why is it for one thing um, and it's not for every bit of waste that they're being very like critical on. Um, so I understand why they're doing it, but at the same time, why, why isn't there more initiative to have less waste or waste to be um, like uh, like correctly disposed of? Okay. So uh, that was, that's my only critique Yeah, okay. But even aside from Electric Picnic, the one I know you mentioned you're, you're heading there this weekend, but in general, do we need disposable vapes at all then if they're causing this much trouble to the environment? Well, yeah, I think that's one major thing is that like disposable vapes are just easy accessible and um, to get a refillable vape, vape is kind of nearly an investment into I am now a vapor as like a lot of people would might just get one for a night out or something. So um, I see the appeal to ban disposable vapes for environmental reasons, but I can see why people are only getting disposable vapes at the same time. So um, if refillable vapes were more accessible, the same way um, the other speaker was saying that it was really accessible to just buy one online, um, I think yeah, make, I think you are correct of like banning okay. disposable vapes altogether. Pat, just in and around the school mm-hmm. grounds, is it typically disposable vapes that you see? No, thrown? we wouldn't see as many disposable. To be honest, it is it is mostly the the, the refillable ones that are easily easily disguised and into your bag and. Uh, refilled when needed so we, we don't tend to see as many uh, dis- certainly disposed around the grounds um, there are some when we manage to find somebody who has been maybe smoking it um, but in general they, they tend the kids are moving towards uh, re- refillable ones Jay is on the line as well Pat and Neve. do you <laughs> think disposable vapes should be banned Jay? I do indeed yes um, I personally vape myself I use a refillable vape uh, I have a reusable coffee cup. I don't think we should be uh, bringing in anything that is single-use plastics. Um, we're trying to do away with all that. Beyond the um, what we said about the children, which I totally agree with your first caller had said, but we shouldn't be bringing in anything that's a single-use plastic, in my opinion. Mm, so just you, you're, no, no objection to, to banning? The disposable vapes. Absolutely, absolutely yeah. not. Just out of curiosity, Jay, on, on vaping, did you previously smoke? Or just take up, you did, yeah. I smoked for a good number of years and I changed over to vaping about two, three years ago. Okay. Um, I found my health is a lot better, but I still know it's not, it's still not a great thing to do, but I I, I feel my health is a lot better since I changed over to vaping. Um, But I still wouldn't recommend anybody to take up in the first place. So you you were, you you were kind of using it really as a way to wean yourself off cigarettes? Or was that the initial, yeah? uh, yeah, and eventually I will hope to eventually give up the vape as well, but I'm not trying at the moment, as mm. I say. Do you vape, Neve? 
Um, yeah, I used to vape, um, but it kind of maybe the opposite of what the last caller had said. It led me to cigarettes then, um, and maybe I just don't have an addictive gene in my body, but I feel like I can give up the smoking pretty easily. I can go a whole week without it, but um, now I wouldn't be too keen on vaping. It doesn't taste nice to me anymore. So you vaped before you smoked? Yeah, I went from vaping to smoking. And are many of your friends vaping that weren't previously smokers? Um, No, I think for a lot of people, they are one or the other. It's quite rare if people are would would do both. Um, I I know many people that would have started smoking at sixteen and they're twenty five now and they're still smoking. Um, but there's not a lot of people that would have went from vape to smoke. So I'm from my friend group. I think okay. I'm one of the only ones. But um, I'd, I'd say it's not uncommon for a lot of young people actually because we had loads of education on why smoking was so bad, that and then no education on why what vaping was that it can lead into a transition of, oh, I'll just try it, and um, you get the liking for it. That's all. Uh, this texture says, single-use vapes with litter, they're a huge problem at the moment. Absolutely, they should be banned. Peter in Dublin is wondering, he says, as far as I know, vaping did more to curb smoking than anything else, so I don't understand why it's been given such a hard time, and an even harder time than smoking now is. Being a non-smoker, I'd love to know, asks Peter. What about you, Damien? Do you think the, you know, the idea of banning disposable vapes, you think it's wrong? No, I, I wouldn't say it's wrong. I, um, I would have had an open mind on smoking, and I've said on some of the shows before that I believe in the live and let live, but the pollution side of it is disturbing me a lot. And then what might be uh, toxins in the vapes, so I wouldn't go along with the idea that um, people have, are smoking less of the tobacco products uh, and that the vapes have helped that along because they're creating problems that might even in, in involve schizophrenia. You know, whatever substances is in them, uh, I'd be very concerned about that. But I'm certainly concerned about the pollution on the beaches and so on. Anything that's not biodegradable is uh, is a worry. Yeah, well, that's what the the eyeball were out today, isn't it? You know, talking about the number of when they're looking at the um, you know, the beaches and the state of the beaches in the country that disposable vapes are now increasingly ending up in the country's beaches. So, for that reason alone, when it comes to the environmental concerns, you've no issue with banning disposable vapes. Yes, well, of course, with the non-disposable, you can still lose the things, and the fact that they're probably made by the billion at this stage or hundreds of millions. You can imagine what that's doing, uh, stuff that's buried in the sand and it's going to be washed out to sea. Uh, I'd be very concerned about that. And the festival might be a way of highlighting it because I don't want to be preaching to any youngsters. But um, the evidence will come out that uh, there are psychological effects to some of the stuff that's in there. We didn't know there was arsenic in cigarettes until a long time after it was slipped in. So if, if people are cynical enough to put arsenic in the cigarettes, of old, they would certainly be cynical enough to put other toxic substances into the, the vapes. Uh, I, 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 um, I don't mind a vape in passing at a bus shelter. I don't mind that. But I'm concerned about what's in it for the person that's using it. Do you think, Neve, that you're, you know, people are preaching to you and your friends about vaping or what? 
you know, the whole concern around people's freedoms and all of that, like, is that... Um, no, I wouldn't even think that about, like, maybe preaching. Um, I may, Maybe in just terms of, well, you don't know what the effects are. Like, there's not long-term studies on the effects of the body or anything like that, like, which is, like, I think that's the only time I think I maybe feel preached to. But um, I think we, as like, as young people, we understand that, like, these are marketed towards us. These are marketed towards uh, teenagers that are like in secondary school so um and I just think maybe there was like a lack of education about them when they kind of first started to come into youth culture of like how how do you spend your time with your friends um but I don't think there is a thing of being preached to um because we got a lot of education about smoking and addictiveness so um yeah, I I wouldn't I, I think it's maybe because there is a lack of education in the general public of the long effects of vaping mm. on people. Um and I know there can be moments where people are online and they say that I I was vaping for five years and this is the effect it has on me. But that kind of goes under the wind. Um it's not really spoken to and mm-hmm. spoken about like so unless I mean, that- an older person has no, okay, go on. Has, no, I was just going to say, I mean, on the vaping, like the one thing that always strikes me is when you're sitting indoors, whether it's at an event or you're at a gig or whatever, and people are standing vaping beside you. I mean, would you normally, Jay, would you would you vape when you're inside or would you tend to go outside? I tend to stay outside with COVID. Um, I have people said to me while sitting outside my local, um, do you mind not vaping? I'm, when you're out I'm, in the I'm smoking out, area, or when, when you're inside, when out, when out in the smoking area, yeah. Um, and you know, as far as I'm concerned, it's a little bit ridiculous. I'm I'm sitting outside. You've got as much toxins as far as I'm aware from my research off the, the, the fumes of a car. So, do you want to ban the fumes off the car as well? Would you smoke? Would you vape, Sarah and Eve, inside? Um, no, and I know a lot of young people do, and I think, like, very personally, I think that's very disrespectful to where you are. Yeah. Um, I used to work in Supermax, and there would be people vaping, sitting there eating their food, and I would have to be like, if you can't smoke inside, you can't vape inside. So I've, I think it's very disrespectful to be smoking inside in, in a premises, yeah. especially when it's not a friend's house or your house. Um, yeah, no... Very like very disagree with that. Like, oh eight seven fourteen hundred one zero six is the WhatsApp number on disposable vapes. Should they be banned? Not just at electric picnic, but should we ban them elsewhere across the country? I'm interested in hearing people's thoughts on this today. We're talking about electric picnic going to ban disposable vapes, but we're asking why aren't they just banned everywhere anyway? Eighteen hundred four five three one zero six is the number. Gareth is on the line. Gareth, you're a landscaper. Should disposable vapes be banned? I'd love if they were banned, but I think the the problem is that the cat's well and truly out of the bag. Um, like on a standard day for us, when we're cutting lawns, my guys are picking up the minimum of five a day. Uh, we're just picking up huge quantities of them. And it's, um, it's a real hassle because we're working in estates and we do cut lawns in, in secondary schools as well and in national schools. And I'm finding them everywhere. Um, and when I say national schools, like where I'm finding them has to be where the kids are actually smoking them. So it would be lovely if we could ban them, but as a waste issue, the, the only way I can see this being solved is with 
the e-waste scheme that we actually have, you can pick these things up for mm. six to eight euros each. But if they put a five euro deposit on it, I guarantee every e-cigarette that goes out will come back and at least you'd stop the waste problem. But I, I, if they banning it, people will just order them from the UK because I don't think, you know, there's, there's plenty of places where yeah. they're going to be illegal. Yeah, it's not a so, bad idea. Some sort of a return deposit scheme or yeah, something on um, them that's... Yeah, I, I'm finding them everywhere. Um, and it's, it's, it's just a real hassle. And yeah. I've taken it upon myself and the guys that work for me, I tell them to pick them up. Um, and, like, they're not even trying to hide who they're selling them for. Um, like, I just picked up a new flavor there recently, and it's called strawberry ice cream. Now, you know, if that doesn't, like, and there's cola flavor, all these, like, and the guys that work for me are ranging in ages as well. And I've been chatting to them about it, and half of them are e-cigarette uh, users and stuff. But I, I asked them, I said, it's the flavors that they love. Mm. If we just turned around, and we've done it once before, so it's possible to do it again. We got rid of menthol uh, flavor cigarettes in uh, across Europe. We just get rid of all the flavors for all these e-cigarettes and just bring it back to being tobacco. And I know from talking to my guys, none of them like the tobacco taste. So, you know, eventually you'll you'll get people stop using them as well because the fun, like there's even limited edition ones, you know, of all these new mango and strawberry flavors combined with every. Uh, it's ridiculous the the combinations that yeah. are out there, and I see them all because I pick them up. And you and you're working in both. Like it's not it's not just in public areas. It's you know it's in private and residential and housing estates as well, Gareth. So I mean you're yeah you're across all yeah. of the the different areas. Yeah, even just on that and on the flavors, I see some texts in from listeners. You know, talking about um, teenagers. 13 years of age inhaling the strawberry flavoured vapes yeah the age of 13 and similar to you Gareth on that like specifically targeting kids and teenagers oh, yeah. with the, the types of flavours the, the first time I saw this was last year when I saw one on the ground and I actually thought it was a kid's tie um, I like it was early last year and I I've heard representatives on because I listen to news talk a lot speaking about how in 2021 e-cigarettes um, the disposable wasn't an issue and was helping people get off cigarettes. Now, it was very selective that he was talking about because most of these brands that are actually out there now weren't available back then. There was very few. I only started seeing them last year, um, uh, as I said. So talking about something from two years back, we'll be talking about, you know, uh, cars aren't an issue back mm-hmm. in the 1800s. Like, they weren't an issue because they weren't a thing. Yeah, they're so, outdated figures like, at this stage. Yeah, yeah. It's, it seems like from a lot of the texts coming in, I'd say they're from parents, you know, talking about their teenagers now out and buying disposable vapes on a, on a regular basis. Harriet is on the line as well. Harriet's from the um, Flossie and the Beach Cleaners, the organisation in Dublin. Harriet, are, do you notice the same thing? Like, are the beaches full now with disposable vapes? Oh, yeah. No, we pick up a vape at least, like, anything between one, two, six or seven vapes on every beach clean, on every beach. I mean, they are everywhere. And the thing is, you know, as like you've got mango ice, bubble gum, you know, all the colors of the rainbow, which is so attractive to kids. And uh, unfortunately, you know, they're made of plastic, copper and lithium. So the actual toxicity that they're, they're doing, the damage to the planet is huge. And they, you know, it's, it's 
horrific and they are just thrown away, thrown on the beach. So it was bad enough that a cigarette butt takes 10 years to break down. We're looking at what takes hundreds of years to break down. It's just doing extreme damage. And, you know, as lovely as flavor, apparently they are, you know, for your health. <laughs> They're terrible. Yeah, so, so for the even from, yeah. aside from the health discussion, even from the environmental perspective, uh, it's it, much worse yeah. than cigarettes. Yeah, much worse than cigarettes. And I mean, they are literally, they're everywhere and, and they're so attractive, you know. It's, and, and again, I, 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 six classes, we've, we've, we've heard of them using them as well. Mm. And, and it's just because we work with desk schools and, you know, some kids would even kind of be, kind of laugh about it. It's, it's, it's horrific. So, you know, when you find them on the beach all the time uh, or floating in the sea, the packaging, we found one that was in perfect condition and then found one that was totally chewed up that had washed in on the sea. And it's just, it's, uh, environmentally they're an absolute disaster for us. Yeah, a couple of people though talking Harry is texting in about the batteries though that are in um, the you know the, the other vapes or the non-disposable vapes are, are they not yeah. worse than? Yeah well I mean it, it, I mean I mean you just look at them and they're you know they're not good anyway so it's lithium battery so I mean you know everything that, that ends up on our on our, our beach or in our sea is, is not going to you know environmentally it's a disaster so it's not just the plastic. Uh, this texter says, I heard of a new initiative called Vapebox. It's a recycling system, just like for batteries. I heard that that too was going to be at Electric Picnic. Another listener, I'd like to know, is there so much thought and discussion going on for years over legalising cannabis, but the vapes just got accepted without anybody checking? 1800 453 106 is the number if you want to join us. Um, vaping has gone completely out of control in pubs, says this texter. It's a disgusting habit. The rules for vaping are supposed to be the same uh, as for smoking, but I feel that many publicans aren't actually enforcing it, or maybe they're scared to, says this listener. Paul is on the line. Paul, do you think we should ban disposable vapes? No. Why not? Well, I'll tell you the reason why, Andrea. Um, unfortunately, you see, the government, what the government have done, because every budget and every chance that they get, they have increased cigarettes. And you know out there, and you've covered it on your show so many times, People are struggling. People are um, hard done by. You know, we're going to. You know, people are people are finding times tough. So now, what they have is instead of paying twelve or thirteen euro for twenty cigarettes. Now, remember, depending on how many cigarettes you smoke a day, that can work out exceptionally expensive over a week and even a month. Mm. But now you go into a, a shop now, and you might be able to get three for ten. And I've seen it, uh, three for ten vapes that might cover you for the week. And what I, I do, I, I do agree that they should be disposed of properly and they're not. I do agree with that. But in fairness, if you look at the broader picture, particularly for people of my age who were brought up on TV commercials with cigarettes, every time you looked at a movie, somebody was smoking. If you even looked at Coronation Street back in the day, mm. everybody was smoking. We didn't realize then the damage that cigarettes were going to do, to, you know, were causing to people. But... Now you've got a cheaper alternative. And I think that's one of the main reasons that um, the the increase in sale of vapes has uh, soared. So you're saying it's about three, about, what did you say, 10? Or you, you buy about sometimes, three disposable vapes, so isn't that... If some, sometimes you might get a bargain, you might get three for 10 or three for 12, you know what I mean? It's in, in some shops, they, 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 they would sell them. Uh, and of course... Uh, Brilliant marketing ploy to come up with all these flavours mm. um, to encourage more people to use them. And that's what's happened. More and more people are using them. But I still put it down to the fact that if you 
um, having a di- smoking is an addiction, no matter what way you look at it. it, it it's been proven it is an addiction. Um, but because the 20 cigarettes now are so expensive, more and more people have been pushed to vaping. So is, is that a reason then, Harry, is not to ban them? The whole cost of living argument? Well, I mean... Not to ban- for, well, for, but- Go on ahead, Harriet. Sorry. Sorry, Thanks. Harry. Sorry. It's just, you're a Kirkland, don't worry. It's just, uh, for, for us, I mean, as an environmental charity, it's, it's a, I mean, it's a totally different subject in fairness, whether for the cost and everything else. And for, as a charity, we're just dealing with them on the beach all the time. And, and they are a lot harder. They're a lot longer to break down. Obviously, hundreds of years, everything they're made of is, is just, is, is not, it's not good for the planet. So we're, we're on a different subject in fairness to whether it's affordable or not affordable yeah, for us. It's probably about trying planet. to weigh up, weigh up all elements of it really, isn't it? Pat has got in touch to say education returns policy as your earlier caller suggested. A good idea. Disposable facilities hit the retailers, suppliers and manufacturers. It'll become as bad of a problem as cigarette butts. Uh, according to Pat. David says, we banned chewing tobacco in Ireland decades ago, even though it's still common in Northern Ireland. I think we should just ban vapes. Do you think, Anne, we should ban vapes, disposable vapes? Yes, I do. I think they should all be banned. Like I said in my note, in when I sent it into mm. uh, into you, was I was standing at the bus stop there about a month ago and waiting for an air coach to go to the airport. And this young lady was standing beside me and she was vaping. She was in her early 20s. And so there was just the two of us there. So I just happened to say to her, does that help with not smoking? Because I used to be a smoker myself. And she said, no, I never smoked. And I said, oh, but you're vaping. She said, yes, I've been vaping for over five years. So straight to the vapes. I, I, I couldn't see. To me, it was always vaping instead of smoking. But now they they vape uh, a neighbour of mine's nieces. One is 14 and the other is 15 and they both vape. Another texter as well, similar to you, Anne. My two sons never smoked in their life, but now they both are smoking vapes. My wife puts them into the bin whenever they they leave them around. Paul, did you vape or smoke? I I tried the vaping and I didn't like it. I didn't like it. And did you smoke? Did oh, you, yeah, 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 yeah. So you find you were, and, and, and on top of that, Andrea, I did everything in my power to try and give them up. I even went to a hypnotist, and no joy. I tried. I should tried Champax. I tried aqua acupuncture. I absolutely yeah. tried everything to Didn't give help. them up, and I'd stay off for a while, and then something had happened. And the first thing you'd reach for is a cigarette. You know. What's your view on this texter, Paul? Um, this listener says vapes should be banned at the Aviva Stadium. While outdoors, I was at the Leinster game, a family in front of me uh, sucking on vapes throughout. Disgusting smell. The smoke was nauseous. My own kids couldn't understand the selfishness of it. Smoke in your own private place. Well, you know, in all fairness, you go to, even you go to, to your local pub now, most pubs have a smoking area. If you're vaping, you go to the area. Yeah. That's, what, that's my opinion on it. Now I would be very conscientious of we don't we don't smoke in the house, um, and if anybody who wants to have a cigarette, they go outside, and that's that's the rule in our home. Um, so the back garden is a designated a designated smoking area in our home, and no matter who it is, they have to abide by those rules. And if you're at India Viva Stadium, I'm sure I don't know whether there is a, a, an allocated smoking area, but you don't do it in in if there's if you're watching a match or if you're at a concert. 
totally, you know, you go to your designated mm. smoking area. Yeah, I would have thought most people, yeah. you know, if they're in a crowded area, even if they are outside, I thought most people would tend to step away from the crowd and particularly if people are sitting eating as well. What about you, Tom? Should disposable vapes be banned? Yeah, it's, it's interesting. I'm presuming this discussion is on the recent report on the amount of litter they're producing. That's right, the oddly, Irish, yeah. The... Enough, PPE litter was higher. Um, whatever you say about that. But cans, alcohol, empty coffee cups, three times higher than vape litter. Yet vape litter got all the press. I, I think that's something like the electric picnic. There's a large number of people in a tight space. Absolutely. They have no place mm. there. Uh, I, can't, I can't understand why anybody would go for three days with a box of disposables. You might bring one just in case they ran out of battery, you know. But if you're a vapor, go buy a yeah. decent rig, you know. Well, well the, it's, it's the, you know, the business against litter group. They were talking um, about the increasing number of disposable vapes that are now just been thrown on the country's beaches at multiple beaches across the country. So should we not just ban them then? Those are very recyclable. You know? Uh, a ban. Here's the thing. Disposable vapes exist because somebody banned something. That's the real problem. When you ban something, something else pops up. Well, Harriet, Harriet you talked about the length of time it's going to take to, to try and break down these disposable vapes. Oh, yeah, no, hundreds of years. Like, literally hundreds of years because of what they're literally made of. I mean, plastic itself will take 400 years, that type of plastic, especially. A lithium battery takes, I can't even remember the, the time on that, but I mean, you know, and then the copper, like there, there are electrical components in there, which the whole point is that makes them non recyclable. So, uh, I like there, there's just, sorry, for me, there's just nothing good when you're talking about when you're finding them on the beach with amongst everything else that we find. I mean, you know, when COVID was around, obviously it was always found with masks and oh, everything was PPE. And now it's vapes. Like that would be our main offender, vapes and wipes and uh, all the takeaways. So they're, 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 the, they're, the, they're the biggest culprit then, Tom? The disposable vapes? And yeah, according the to the report was published today. Hmm. But in but, terms of the amount well, the of time it's going to take to break them down, you know, for them to... The point is, there's no need for them to be there in the first place. They're eminently recyclable. I mean, these are lithium batteries. They're as reusable as the most reusable thing, you know? Those should all be gathered up. I think a, a high deposit for the first purchase or any time you turn up without yeah. one in your hand to return... Is, is there There's a the lot of right people talking there. actually about yes, having some sort of a deposit yeah. type scheme for because them. We need to get them back. You know, banning them, they're going to come in. I've just recently I've seen, what was it, 30% of the ones on the UK market are illegal anyway. Never went through right. an approval. Okay. You know? Well, look, so you're not going to get rid of them. Lunchtime Live at Newstalk.com. That's the email address if you if you want to get in touch with us about whether or not disposable vape should be banned. But there's a lot of people actually getting in touch about vaping indoors and outdoors and around people eating outdoors, I suppose, over the, the summer uh, over the summer break as well. Look, if you've experienced that, give us a shout. We can chat about it after one. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.